Okay, I'm bored in a house and I'm in a house board. Bored in a house and I'm in a house board. Bored in a motherfucker in a house board and I'm bored in a motherfucker in a house board. You've grown with it. Hey Mo, so stoked to finally be on your show. Um, I've been listening since I was 12 and I'm 22 now. You've cried with it. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't thinking I was gonna cry at this, but I did. And at the heart of it all are the calls. Pinuntahan ko yung girl sa workplace niya. Sinaguyan ko siya ng coffee. Oh my God. You're fucking serious. Yeah, hot coffee, yes. And did you get arrested? Yeah. I, they brought me to the police. The people. Real people. You. Are you sad or frustrated that you've not had a boyfriend? I'm frustrated kasi... I know I'm not ugly. Is it because I'm congested? Isn't that why? You know, here's the problem. You're 5'10 and you like Asian guys. That's a problem. Through the decade, this podcast has united Filipinos all over the world. We'll go to Dubai and talk to Olan, who is on the show. Hi, Olan. In Johannesburg. Toronto, we'll Canada. go to Milan, Italy. Valerie in Los Angeles. We'll go down and under to Sydney, Australia. Australia. Germany. Germany. Las Vegas. Mackenzie is in Vancouver, Canada. Hey, Mackenzie. Vienna, Austria. In New York City. London, you are in Quezon City. Bohol. It's Andy from Crazy Cebu on the program tonight. Some are bigger than life. Leia Salonga. Let's all give a round of applause, guys. <laughs> Hi, Leia. Thanks for being here. Derek Ramsey on the show. What's up, Derek? Thanks for being here, man. Finally. Finally. Kiefer Ravenna. What's up, Kiefer? What's up? What's up? Hello. Good evening. Kiefer, please welcome the amazing Karen Davila on the show. Hey, oh, Karen, my God. Thanks for being here. Let's say hi to the beautiful Georgina Wilson. Thanks hi, for being here. Hi, everyone. This podcast is amazing. Many are just everyday people. Of course, the, the usual Netflix and I don't know. Netflix and Tite is the usual. Yeah. Yes. Netflix and Tira. All right. GTWM has been the gold standard of Philippine podcasting. Hi, this is Lady Gaga. Good times with Mo, Philippine genius. But it is you that makes this show go. We're not here just to take part. We're here to take over. Welcome to GTWM 2020 with your host, the Philippine genius. DJ Mo Twister. All right, welcome to the podcast. It is a Wednesday morning, 15th of April. You're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 31, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. My name is Mo. Nice to have you guys here. Phone verse plus one, two, three, four, two, three, one. 6600. You can also get me on Instagram and on Twitter, which is at DJ Mo Twister. Facebook page is GTWM Podcast. If you want to send me a question, topic, love, life, sex, whatever you want to bring to the table here on this mid April episode, fresh from another Good Times radio stream on Facebook, which we had a ton of fun on. Uh, I want to thank people who dropped by actually on the live stream. Uh, we had Nico Ramos there, Alex Calleja was there, Kirill, Yael, Sponge Cola, of course, that couple also dropping by. Yeah, you can check that out on the Facebook page for Magic 89.9. And that's going to be happening every Tuesday, Wednesday night until we get back on the radio show and in studio. Uh, but yes, yeah, so podcast here tonight, we've got... Calls from all around the world, uh, a couple of Philippines, Middle East, we have the U.S., we are, gosh, I don't even know what to talk about anymore these days when before this show starts. I know we 
usually tackle things. Uh, a lot of people asking me on what's my take regarding this Ping Medina thing, uh, Ethel Buba coming out as admitting she's DDS, even though she kind of built her brand recently as being a woke tweet person, Twitter personality. But uh, we find out that she's, she didn't much have Kevin Durant. She, she didn't have a burner account, but she had a ghost writer for a lot of her tweets that it really pisses, I think that pisses people off because, again, she rebranded herself as this, you know, social media juggernaut. And yet uh, we find out that it's a bit of a phony. Uh, I was I was talking to Alex Calleja about it earlier on the show, and he's like he kind of knew. It was, you know, he was, he was reading her tweets and said, you know, she's not that funny, she's not that witty, and uh, he had a feeling that it was all bullshit. Now I know celebrities, politicians, especially many of them have uh, a publicist, spokesperson, team, social media team that does a lot of that stuff for them but they should still be transparent about which tweets are actually theirs and which one is part of their PR machinery. Uh, and Ethel, of course, I mean, it's not, it's not like she's that classy of a lady. She's not probably going to be... All, transparency probably not important to her, but definitely uh, kind of just weird that the, per, the, pers the persona online and the person in real life are so vastly different in their philosophy, their political take, and all of that shit, that it's kind of, on her part, a little bit more bullshitty than, say, other people who might hire others to, to kind of handle their shit. Uh, speaking of Twitter, of course, Spang Medina, uh, another big showbiz uh, story from the past 24 hours. I was saying this on the stream that we're going to come to a point, if we're here already, or if not, it'll be soon, where accusations like this have to have a bit more evidence. I know during this whole Me Too movement of the past few years, a testimonial, especially one from a female, a testimonial is good enough, and then if it's backed up by several other testimonials regarding the same person, then we don't need proof anymore. I don't know, why am I getting all of these requests to make a comment about a Twitter thread regarding Ping Medina being a rapist and the credible source of all of this is a Baron Geisler who's fucking insane. And yet, and I'm not here to defend Ping. I don't give a fuck about Ping. I don't care if, you know, what kind of guy he is. I, I don't know him enough. So he, he could be a goddamn racist. Sorry, racist. Rapist. Or he could be... Completely innocent of that and is just a product of social media bullshit. But I don't know that motherfucker. Yet all my exposure now to him is that he's a rapist and it comes from a Twitter account that doesn't look like it has any identifying features about it and Baron Geisler. When are we going to get to that point where it has to be more than that? Has to be more than that. Because it'll get out of hand. It really will. It'll get out of hand wherein people are just going to say some shit about somebody on social media and then it's going to be, okay, forget it. Oh, we're not buying this shit anymore. Kind of, and I know I've been talking a lot of Money Heist recently, right? But there, Money Heist Season 4. I think early on, wasn't there an angle where, so the team, you know, the professor and, and all of them, they had the state secrets, Spain's state secrets. 
and it was locked up in this in this uh, where were they World Bank or whatever fuck I forgot what they were robbing right, and the threat to release the state secrets was kind of part of their plan, and then the the, the negotiator oh gosh what was her name the female one uh, gee I forgot what her name was she was like well why don't we just dilute the secrets by making up bullshit. And if you make up bullshit, then the real ones won't feel as real because we're saturated with bullshit. I think that that's where this whole accusations of stuff like this is, is going to reach at some point when we do it as loosely as we're doing it. Okay, yeah, we'll just jump on Twitter. Completely no identifying information about us. And I'm just going to call any human being a fucking rapist. And if enough people retweet it and enough people like it, all of a sudden that person's a fucking rapist. And if we do that more often, then we're going to dilute the real ones. And then we're going to have a hard time. So I, I'm all for the Me Too movement and I'm all for putting fucking rapists away and humiliating them. And you know, I'm all, I'm all on top. I'm on all of that shit. I'll be the first guy to humiliate somebody online for that. But... There needs a little bit more vetting. We need a little bit more testimonial. We need a little bit more evidence before we start the humiliating process. And not just some random Twitter shit. I mean, uh, again, he could be fucking a rapist. He really could, and I have no idea. But it's got to be more than Baron Geisler that's going to tell me that this dude is or not. And the more we engage in shit like this, the harder it's going to be to actually out the motherfuckers who actually do it. So there, those are my two takes on those two showbiz stories that people have been asking me to comment about here on the show. Uh, let's take our first call of the night here. Next call. Let's talk to Cindy, who is our first caller tonight. Cindy is 28 years old. She's in Cebu, and she is ready to go. Hey, Cindy, thanks for being on the show. Hi, Mo. How are you? I'm good. Oh, you've got that deep oh voice. Oh, no. That's trouble. The deep <laughs> yeah, voice I'm so nervous. <laughs> it's not the nervousness. It's, well, other things. But welcome to the program. You are uh, in Cebu. It is, God, almost what, nearly mm -hmm. 3 a.m. your time or something like that, right? 2.30 or what? I don't even know what time it is. But you're up pretty um, late on a Wednesday night. What's going on? Yeah, I'm. I'm really having a uh, anxiety because of this lockdown. I'm thinking of messaging my ex-boyfriend who cheated on me last year and abandoned me. So I really don't know what to do. If I should message him, have a closure, tell him what happened, you know, because I had a miscarriage. Oh no shit, Last really. Year. Wow, okay. Yeah. So okay, well let's 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 start from the beginning again real quick. Are you you're on lockdown, are you by yourself or who who are you in quarantine with? Your your parents, your siblings, your friends? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm in my family. Okay. And you guys are interacting them together and stuff like that. It's not like you're mm -mm. Just completely alone. Okay. Because remember last episode, <laughs> we were talking to Mara and she was like, she's by herself and she's starting to think all these crazy thoughts. Um you do have a support group or people to interact with, which is really, really good. And I think really important uh, to have with all of this enhanced quarantine and lockdown and shit like that. Um, okay, so there's that. Now, 
your ex-boyfriend who cheated on you and abandoned you, did, did he mm-hmm. know you were pregnant when he abandoned you? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Mm-mm. Was that part of the reason why he abandoned you? Because you were pregnant, he got scared and took off? Yeah. Um, like, we're both working in Qatar. Okay. In Qatar, we And then, I have a boyfriend in Pinas. And then he also have a girlfriend in okay. Pinas. Din. And then But what you guys, is, you guys were cheating on your partners then? Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. Alright. And then, after a year, I got pregnant. And then, umuwi kami ng Pinas. Kasi, it's not allowed nga in a Middle East country. Right. Pwede right. kami makakulong. So, sinamahan naman niya ako umuwi. Then, pag-uwi namin, um, uh, 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 we went to OB, to take the ultrasound, how many months and all. Yeah. And then, after that, he just stayed here sa Pinas for like one week. And then he promised me that he's going to tell to his parents. But what happened is, nung nalaman ng parents niya, is sobrang nagalit and sobrang ayaw nila sa akin because they really love yung totoong girlfriend. Right, and then right. ako naman, nalaman ko lang after, nung bumalik na siya ng Qatar. So I was really devastated by that time. Kasi sa akin lahat nung burden eh, like, what I told you, yung boyfriend ko sa Cebu, umuwi ako sa amin, nalaman ng friends ko, and then my family and all. So, lahat ng burden na iwan sa akin. Tapos siya, para bumalik lang siya sa normal life niya. And then, what about your boyfriend? Did you, did your boyfriend find out about what you did and what happened? Because, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, and what happened with him? So, yung uh, muntik niya na ako mapatay. It, it, like literally or or just figuratively meaning he didn't try yeah. to kill a pregnant woman did he actually when I confess it to him he hurt me like what did, what physical did, what did he do like physically if, if like, I may I, I, I mean, this might be traumatic if you're not comfortable telling me what he did I, I just, uh, yeah. I'm more curious yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. What, what did he do like I know parang hindi naman totally yung nasapak yung parang nasampal nihila yung buhok yung syempre sobrang yung nagko-confess ka after yung gulat yung tao parang, you, he's shaking he's shaking me like pulling my hand like why did you do this to me oh, what shit. happened I trust you so much like that then I'm already pregnant by the time like I think that was three months I'm three months pregnant no shit then, yun. That's a and lot of stress. That, That's a lot of stress, Cindy. I mean, yeah. physically abused, abandoned, pregnant. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying. I'm not surprised you. I guess I'm, I'm. I'm not surprised you had a miscarriage, considering the physical and then the stressful element to all of this. Must be must have been so difficult for you. I'm sorry to hear this. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't have any support from anyone because the thing is um, my family really loves my ex-boyfriend and then it's my fault I, I cheated on him and then I'm like a disgrace to my family kaya yun parang lahat ng burden na sa akin tapos siya yung guy na nakabuti sa akin yung 
alam mo, he really has no balls. Katwiran lang niya is, I love you. Pero, hindi kita kayang panagutan because of my parents. I lo- Actually, sa mama's boy. Sobrang love niya yung mom niya. Then, I really don't know what to do. Dinig na lang ako nakipag-usap sa kanya. I cut off everything. Kasi every time na kinakausap ko siya, lalo lang ako na-stress. Right, right, right. Oh. And then I think that's the cause of my discourage kasi sobrang depressed ko talaga and all. I have yeah, no, no support. Nakunan ako. Yeah, of, uh, I'm not surprised. Well, uh, well, when did this happen? Last year. Yeah, well, like when last year? I want to know how, how long has it been that you're still trying to recover from all of this? When exactly I last think, year? Um, August. Okay, so, August. so yeah, so yeah. it's mid-April now and then it was, okay, wow. Yeah. Oh, Sydney, but the I'm thing so is, the, he doesn't even know na nakunan nga ako and nakuha niya yung account ng friend ko tapos napapadala siya ng pera dun every month until now, napapadala siya ng pera and then ako, gusto ko ibalik sa kanya pero hindi ko alam kung paano kukunin yung account number niya kung saan ko ipapadala. So you are getting the money. You're, he's giving yeah. the money to your friend. Okay, because he thinks he's he thinks he's a father. Yeah. And he knows he's the father. Well, I mean, no, I'm saying he's sending you money because he thinks he's a father. When he, honestly, oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. not, how much money is he sending you per month? Um, like $500. $500 US? Yeah. Holy like 25, shit. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of money. Every yeah. month. Yeah, he's sending me... Like twenty five thousand a month, but the thing is, when I have my miscarriage, like it's very complicated. Nah, it's just not trust, palang eh. Like I really give birth because it's like six months. Then, wow, when you had the miscarriage, holy shit! Yeah, okay. and then yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, and then I paid for everything. At first, he did not send money. He sent money like after four months or five Cindy, months. Cindy, Cindy, if you're then, trying to justify keeping the money. I, I, let, let me just start off by telling you, I'm I'm okay with you keeping the money. No, I'm okay because, with keeping no, you the because, money moving forward. Oh, because that's my dilemma also. Na, should I return the money? Because I'm keeping asking my friend that isoli mo na, parang isoli mo na. I don't need. But the but money. are are you is, are you getting the money or is your friend getting the money? No, it's just in one account. But you're you're cashing it in, like you're taking the cash out. No. No, it's in a ATM account. It's in my friend ATM account, and then she's not using it anymore. And that yung pera parang dun lang pumapasok. Who's got and the Who's got the ATM card? It's in me. Nasakay na siya ngayon. And you have not withdrawn the money at all. Sorry. You have not withdrawn the money at all. No, 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 no. I did not touch the okay, money. Okay, so he started giving when August or or when December? When did he give money? When, um, when did he start? September. Okay, so that's a good question. Oh, <laughs> jeez. Yeah. Uh, like, what should I do? Like, because, simply, I'm pride go. Like, ayaw ko, ayaw ko rin yung pera mo. May 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 pera ako. But the thing is, my friend is insisting na ikaw lahat ng gumastos, even nung umuwi kayo, ikaw yung gumastos lahat, parang bayad niya sa'yo whatsoever. And then, I also had a 
therapy, nagpa-psychiatrist ako. Kasi talagang grabe yung nangyari sa akin. I paid for everything. And I was like, ano ba, sasoli ko ba to? Or gagasusin ko? Ano bang gagawin ko? Cindy, I am very much... Okay, so the guy abandoned you, right? He ghosted you, right? Mm-hmm. He just left. Yeah. N- mm-hmm. Left you to be pregnant and, and he knew about the pregnancy and he just took off. So, mm-hmm. for that move, I would not talk to your ex anymore and I will continue to take that money. Just for that alone. Now, the closure and all of that, I mean, you guys know how I feel about closure. I, I, I almost think it's unnecessary in many instances. Some, some of them I understand the value of putting an end to something. But in this case, my closure is when you took off, we closed this book. And I don't need to talk to you anymore whatsoever. And if he's going to send money because he thinks he's a father, well, being a father isn't just about the finances. You left. You left yeah. me pregnant. And that was such, that is the, one, of the most, that's the, one of the worst fucking things you can do to another person is leave them mm-hmm. in a state like that. Uh, and for all that you've gone through and that you need therapy for, I would absolutely use this money for that. And I would continue to do it. If you feel pride in that, oh, I don't need his fucking money. I can make my own money. I have a job. I can support myself. Then great. But I would still take that money and I would put it to something for your well-being. Not for you to spend on unnecessary bullshit, but for you to get better. Like right now, you're still having anxiety attacks. You're having an anxiety attack right now, you said. That's, why, yeah. that's what propelled you to call this show. Well, fine. Take that fucking money, which is about 200,000 pesos at this point. Take that 200K and invest it in your mental well-being. And one day, maybe he'll find out that there's no baby. He'll go, oh, you know, I've been sending money every month. Gusto ko makita ng literato. I would respond yeah, with... Yeah, exactly. Right. I would, I would respond with this phrase. Putang ina mo. And then move on. And I will take every single centavo he gives until he stops giving. But I would not announce to him. I would not message him saying, hey, um, you know, just to FYI, you know, no, I fuck him. Now, eventually he will find out because obviously, yeah. you know, whether it be Facebook or it'll be him contacting your family or your friends or whatever, he'll probably find out. But until then, I'm taking every single fucking peso he gives. And not to, yeah, pu- actually- yeah, not to punish him for, for that, but just because, hey, I had to carry the burden. I had to carry the f- both the failures, the abuse, and all of that. And you left. And I'm not keeping this money to punish you. I'm keeping this money because as you left, I was broken. And I'm using this money to fix Mm-hmm. that's my mindset and I'm okay with using every single peso of it for that not to go drinking not to go partying not to buy shoes I would use that money for therapy and just to kind of lessen the effects of what you had to go through because it's still super recent and it sounds like you're not going to therapy anymore by the way you phrased the sentence so mm-hmm. if you're not going Cindy go back 
Mm. Use the yeah. money and go back. Therapy is expensive. 200K? Yeah. Yeah, 200K will buy you quite a bit of time. And if it continues to come in 25K a month, I'm using it. All of it. And I would withdraw all of it right now, honestly, and put it in your account, not your friend's account. You have to be safe with this stuff. Your friend can go to the bank right now and take all that money for herself. Even if she doesn't have the ATM card, she'll just close the account and take it. So if I were you, I would go to the ATM as soon as possible. Next time you do grocery or, I mean, obviously I know we're in quarantine, but the next time you're available to go outside and get grocery or get an errand that you need essential, I would also stop by the ATM and withdraw as much of that fucking money as I possibly can. And I would put it in my own bank account. And then if there's a online therapy right now, let's say some of the therapists out there are doing that because the face-to-face stuff is not available, I would start. Mm. I would start right now because this is the perfect time for therapy. You're at home. We all have to be home. You have time. You might as well do it. Two hours a week instead of the regular one hour a week. I would do two hours a week because I've got the money. You've got that money. Spend it. <laughs> Thank that, you, Mom. That's my take. Thank now the, you're going to come across people, Cindy, that says, "Oh, nga pera niyon, kalanya tatay siya, nagbibigay siya ng pera kasi kalanya para sa anak mo dapat isoli mo yun." Fuck them. They did not have to go through what you had to go through and what you continue to go through right now. Yeah, and like. He ruined my life. Absolutely. Well, you guys ruined your life. But Yeah. But it does it's not an excuse to be abandoned, abused, disregarded, and all of that shit that you had to go through since August. What you guys did, the mistake that you guys made in terms of cheating on your partners, still does not like the punishment that you received did not uh, the crime did not warrant the punishment. Yes, you fucked up. Mm. Yes, you got pregnant. Yes, you cheated on your boyfriend. Yes, that's really bad. But you don't deserve everything else that happened after that. Family shaming, yeah. fine, maybe, maybe. Physical abuse, of course not. Abandoned while pregnant, of course not. Mm-hmm. And if tonight you feel like this, and I understand why you do, well, tomorrow morning, let's start to get better. Yeah. A lot of people out there need that therapy. A lot of people need therapy. And they can't afford it. Well, Mm. this is right here on your lap. Fucking use it. Okay. Okay. Do you have a Thank job? You for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you do? do? Okay. I'm doing, I'm, do, I'm doing good. It's just like, um, feeling ko kasi lahat ng burden takin sa kanya wala nangyari. And that could be very, so that, very that very well could be true. Wherein he just took off. I, I do admire that he's sending money. Like that's 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 kind of admirable of him to do so, but it doesn't make him a good guy. It's just okay, he's giving you money, that's good. Good for him. Good that he's doing that. Doesn't mean he's a good guy though. 
good for you to me even feel guilty about it. You feel guilty about that money. Hence, you haven't even touched it. You just left it there. Well, yeah. let's let's touch it. <laughs> okay, but please don't don't okay. don't buy a bag or don't buy shoes no, or don't buy no, a new no, cell phone. I don't. don't buy any of that shit. Okay, I want you to do it responsibly because you need it. You really do need it. And you and if you're doing really well with your job, then you can spoil yourself with all that material shit using your money. But this two hundred thousand or whatever there is inside there right now, let's use it on getting better. Even don't even think of it as reimbursing yourself. So you paid for it. You should be reimbursed for it. Well, that's true. But you know, it sounds like you can afford it. So let's don't don't look at it as a reimbursement. Look at it as an investment into you. Thank you. I'll take it from me. Take it from me. Absolutely. I'm right. I'm right about this. Yeah. I go to find the online therapy now. Well, well, go to your old... Did your old therapist, was he Was he or she a good person? Like, you enjoyed it? Sorry, wrong word. It worked? Mm-hmm. Like, it was yeah, good yeah. for you? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then why did mm-hmm. you stop? I thought because I'm already okay. But okay now. And then when this lockdown happened... Okay, so what, what I would do then, I would contact your old therapist and ask them, are they still taking in patients and do they use the online f- because of quarantine? And let's see, if they say yes, then just use the same therapist because they already know your story. It'll just be a continuation. Um, if they don't do the online stuff, get a recommendation from your therapist. I don't want you to Google this, okay? This has to be really... Mm-hmm. Based on testimonials of people you trust, because the, the, you never know, there might be a scam artist out there online that's at taking your money and and doing it. I, I want you to go back to your old therapist that was working, and use that same person. Was it a was it was it a psychologist or a psychiatrist? Did they give yeah, you? Yeah, psychologist. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. Perfect, perfect. No, perfect. Cindy, perfect. Take control of your life again. And it, it sounds like it's a good life outside of this outside of this episode of, of mistakes and abuse and all of that. It sounds like it was a good life before that. So mm-hmm. let's get back to that. Okay. Okay. Yes. Thank you. You, you feel better? You feel, you feel better? Yeah, I feel better. Good. All right. All right. Well, hey, good. Uh, watch some movies, take a nap, go to sleep. It's three in the morning. And uh, yeah, just start a new tomorrow. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right, love. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Bye. Thank you. Bye, Bye, Cindy. Bye. Poor girl. And we all should be 100% behind her on this. If, if any of you are doing the booting out, any of that bullshit, dude, no. They were abroad. They made a mistake. They had boyfriends and girlfriends. They were in relationships. Mistakes happen. We've all made them. Getting pregnant is probably not planned. But it does not mean all of that shit that happened to her after that is deserved. Absolutely not. Come on, guys. With the money stuff? Shoot. Good for him that he's doing that. 
that money is hers. She should, you know. Now, if she buys, again, if she starts buying shoes and shit, then I'll be disappointed if she doesn't do that. You're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 31. We still have uh, a couple more calls coming up here. It's just that was the first one. We'll go to Laguna when we come back from commercial break. Then we'll go to Los Angeles, and then we'll go to Kuwait. That's the lineup here for tonight. So let's do that. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have more of the show. Again, GTWM brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away. See you in a bit. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey guys, have you checked out the Sharp Philippines website recently? Man, they have the latest in 4K and ultra-high definition TV technology and Sharp offers up-to-the-minute smart technology in a range of sizes to fit your room and entertainment needs. Go beyond smart. Choose brilliant. Sharp's cutting-edge technology delivers breathtaking color and clarity and it makes it easy to enjoy your favorite shows, movies, and streaming content. Features that take full advantage of ultra-high definition 4K technology brings you the purest, most vibrant colors, immersive sound, and of course, easy access to all of your favorite entertainment media. You want to take a close look at that Aquas 4K from Sharp. It really does set such a high bar for image quality and sound. And if you want to go crazy, the Aquas has an 8K, 8K to feast your eyes on. Head over to the Sharp Philippines website now and let's drool over the next TV that we're going to buy together. Choose from a wide range of screen sizes and a variety of ways to find and enjoy your favorite movies and shows. Sharp, be original. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. All right, we're back on the show. You are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 31, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. You know that last caller, uh, Cindy, as I disconnected on on the viber and i and again i saw, I saw her photo she is a marica reyes doppelganger man i looked at her photo I'm like oh my god like i almost felt like she took marica reyes's picture and put it on her uh profile and then i went on her instagram i was like well she really looks like her I went on instagram yeah it looks it fucking looks i'm not, not exactly like her probably not as thin because marica reyes is super super bony thin but same features like all around very pretty almost really the same face and just kind of reminded me of the whole celebrity doppelganger topics we do like who's your celebrity lookalike and what kind of discount she's a she's a she's Monica Reyes with maybe only a 5% discount just a little I I don't even want to say heavier because when you say heavier it it almost implies that it was chubby no just not as skinny as as Maricar so yeah, Cindy, I don't, I don't know how often you get that, but you look just like her. Um, I'm on RottenTomatoes.com, and I'm looking for movies. Aren't we all, right? Aren't we all just kind of looking for what's coming out? There are some shows on Netflix, I think, that are releasing on Friday. One of them is the one with uh, the Pablo Escobar character from Narcos, who I loved. Uh, he's in this show, I think it's called Sergio, with uh, Ana de Armas, who's really, really pretty. She's the girlfriend of Ben Affleck now, I think. Real hot. 
Uh, and that, that show's coming out this Friday, I believe. But I wanted to ask you guys, what is the movie review site that you go to? Or who's your credible, this is a good TV show, this is a good movie person? Uh, I, I'd like to know because I want to find out. There's a lot of shit out there and we have a lot of time. And most of the time we would probably watch the ones that everyone else is watching, word of mouth. I've not done Tiger King, even though everybody's on Tiger King. I've kind of passed on that. Maybe I'll get into it if there's really one. Like we're just at home and there's just nothing to fucking watch. Maybe I'll do the Tiger King, but I refuse for now. Uh, but who's your who's your person? Who's your what's your website that you go for legit, credible? movie reviews tv show recommendations who is it for you and i'd like to know so i can i, I may have asked this like a long long time ago either on the radio show or here on the podcast but give me an updated one because i definitely need to know so while i'm researching for this stuff uh i'll at least have somebody that i can take their word for and here's one of the big fears that i have is that because everything's in lockdown and quarantine, we're not going to have good movies and TV shows after all of these good ones air. Like all these other ones that we're expecting this year, maybe next time, this time next year, we're going to be struggling for really good movies and TV shows because they couldn't tape, they couldn't shoot. Or, or, or maybe all of that stuff is going to be really, really delayed. Maybe we don't get Money Heist season five for over a year because Spain was hit so hard. Uh, maybe we don't get the new Peaky Blinders or whatever for a long time because they can't shoot anymore. Or Star Wars or any of these other franchises that we wait, after, we wait year after year for. Um, that's going to be, a re that's something that I'm definitely worried about uh, as we move forward with all of this. Okay, speaking of moving forward, let's take our second call of the night. Next call. Let's talk to Ken. Ken is 34 years old. He is in Laguna and on the show. Hey, Ken, thanks for being on the program, man. Hi, Mo. Good morning or morning. afternoon. Oh, what is it? Yeah, afternoon or almost the... Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Who knows these days, right, what time it is. You work from home, uh, like, just usually, or are you working from home because of all the things that's going on? Yeah, just because of the quarantine. Gotcha. I normally go on site. Fair enough. Okay, so you're on the program, man, and uh, thanks for being here. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, so uh, right now we're we're on week five or of ECQ here in the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I would say you know everything's good. Uh, you know, uh, I don't really have much to complain about. Um, but uh, right now, I think the the most not not really problem, but it's more of an irritation really um, is uh, so. Just to give you a background, uh, I I'm. A, I'm with a family of three, so I have uh, one son uh, turning one year old. Oh, so um, in okay. June. Okay, so yeah. your wife, you, and your and your son. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, he, he's on this stage right now, and he's really maulet. And uh, you know, we, in I, you probably understand because you have like three children. Yeah. And when you say makulit, like in a bad way, or, or makulit na he's funny and like he's joking around, or makulit na just constantly crying, <laughs> pissed off, or yeah, well, yeah, not not really constant. Maybe like sixty percent of the time, maybe when he's awake. Yeah. Um, like you know, he was just 
playing on his own and then suddenly he would you know like whine <laughs> or yeah. cry right and, and and he's not even crying with tears i mean you know just like uh frustrated yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i don't know yeah yeah so I, I mean he he so he's not yet one year old so uh, i mean I, I can't really scold him i mean he doesn't understand me yet and then um, I don't want to use, you know, any physical punishment. Of course. Right. <laughs> for him yet. Yeah. So I think that's really my problem. Then right now, so mostly the the mom takes care of him. And, uh, but right now she also works. Um, so slightly different shift than mine. So I, I work in the evening, um, like around nine to seven. And then my wife would work. Uh, like three to twelve, three p.m. Uh, in the afternoon until twelve midnight. Sure. So, so yeah, basically, out you know during the time that she's on shift, I you know I watch over him. The good and is thing this, is, is then, this the, is this new to you? Not not new to you in a sense that he's a one year old or less than a year old, but is this new to you because of the ECQ that you yeah, are now exposed to him more? Yeah, well, I mean, before be, before the ECQ, her mom, I mean, my wife, my wife's mom, uh, comes here, um, gotcha. you know, around okay. Monday, and then she takes care of her. I mean, I, I watch, I watch him. I mean, I watch him, you know, from time to time for for short short period of time, and right, um, yeah. But, but now, but it's... now I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so is that what the problem is? That I mean, you know, it's funny because. Calling the show and talking about this, the way you're talking about it and the way I'm about to, I think, hear it, this is a very bold, this is a pretty courageous thing to do because you can easily, easily come off as like an asshole for this. Um, but honestly, it's just real, you know? It's okay, the ECQ has me at home. And it has my wife at home, and I'm, and you know, I the first question I asked you is, do you work from home, or is this kind of just because of the lockdown, and it's because of the lockdown? So that means you're exposed right. to your family 24 hours a day, and with this brand new ish baby, not brand new, but at least new ish baby, you're <laughs> now experiencing the rigors of just what all of that shit is up, like what all of that shit is like. And it's kind of hard, and I think you're pissed off, and you're irritated by it, and it's gonna come off as like "fuck you, man." You, you're your father. You should be happy. This is your first child. It's your son, you know. But at the same time, it's different, and and it's stressful, and there's a lot of stress going on right now. And when you're off of your routine, you can easily get pissed off about it. So let's not like yeah be angry at ken everybody listening and go my god it's a baby of course of course it's going to be that let's not get angry let's just kind of understand right you understand that this is new for you all of a sudden as well right um but let me get the question cuz i think I'm, I'm i'm anticipating a question that you haven't asked yet yeah i guess the question is uh, what what advice can you give or maybe is there like uh, you know, a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, sort of. I mean, does does he suddenly? Am I to expect that he would suddenly behave? You know, a little bit better once he turns one. And you know, um, I guess the the concern is really I, I, we don't know how long this whole quarantine thing would, you know, would go on. And right, uh, right, right. 
Yeah, I mean, right now my my wife's really great. I mean, I, I have really almost no complaints about you know how she's uh, going about. But I'm just afraid that you know one day I I might because because really what what I'm doing right now is when when I can't really take it anymore, I I retreat to you know. Um, so we have like two bedrooms in the house, so yeah. the master bedroom and then the other bedroom. I would go to the other bedroom. I mean, if if I have a choice, if, if my wife is still up and she's not, still not working, I would sort of like leave it to her. But of course, I don't want to get it. I want. I don't want it to get into the point that you know that she would, uh, you know, get angry at me or or right, right, me right. suddenly melt down her. How many? Did you grow up in a big family, or did you grow up like an only uh, child or, or small family? Uh, we we were three in the family. Okay, and then uh, so yeah. You mean you had two siblings? Yeah, okay. I, I'm in the middle. Okay, mm-hmm. so you know what it's like then to have a somewhat kind of, you know what it's like, I guess, having a family. Because I was worried maybe you didn't grow up with any siblings or anything, so all this shit is kind of crazy to you. But are you the youngest, uh, the eldest, or middle? or uh, Middle. Middle, middle okay. yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So but I, I guess, I don't know, maybe because my, my back, back then my mom was, you know, she doesn't have work outside of being a housewife, so right, right. she sorts of, you know, can yeah. concentrate on us. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I but, got you. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, listen, Ken, I'm going to give you a pretty cheesy answer, maybe first, and then still be sympathetic to your frustration, right? Number one, it gets better. It really does. And... um when you're asking me, like, does he eventually just kind of calm down and stuff? It's it's like a yes and a no. A lot of the time, in my opinion, why babies are crying, I think you said the phrase earlier, understanding each other. <clears throat> you were saying, hey, you know, I can't really reprimand him because he's not going to understand me. Well, I think that's what's the problem is that it's it's hard to understand each other. He doesn't speak eloquently. I don't even know if he speaks at all yet, right? So it's really kind of hard to communicate what his frustrations are when he starts getting frustrated. Um, maybe he just likes being angry. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, Amsterdam is angry all the time. She cries in the same capacity, I think, what your son is doing every day, maybe half a dozen times a day, even till now. And it could be about really minor, minor things. Now, I don't get frustrated by it, but I think a lot of people would. Um, it does get better, though. She's six, right? So, man, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe it only gets better a little bit for you, or maybe it gets better dramatically. But the more they start to be able to communicate, you will see the less crying they will do yeah. because they can then express themselves. So you're in... In fact, you're probably past the hardest part. That first year is a really, really hard because it is a lot of crying. It's a lot of wailing. It's a lot of not being able to tell you they're hungry or sh- they shit in their pants, and then it just becomes whining and all of that. Um, yeah, actually, that's the, sorry, Mo. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's the weird thing. That's a weird thing because I mean, when when he like has poops uh, in his diaper, he, he doesn't actually cry. I mean, we would know because we would smell it. <laughs> right, right. So right. yeah, and when when he's hungry, I mean, he already has a keyword. You know, he would. He would go like ma ma ma. He would do that. But when 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 he cries, those are really the times that I don't know what what he wants to you know to do. I mean, and, and he doesn't know right, him. and he yeah. doesn't know how to say why he's upset. And it could be because his toy. Mm. Maybe he's frustrated at a challenge that he's trying to pull off and he can't do it. And then you can't teach mm. him because you have no idea what it is. And then crying ensues. Well, I guess my point is, I think it's a communication thing with kids and a frustration thing on both sides. 
And if you show him you're frustrated by it, the more I think he'll get frustrated by it, and then they'll just it'll it'll kind of get worse. Um, but by and large, I think it gets better. I really do, from my experience, right? Uh, and then number two, and this is the cheesy answer, is it goes by so fucking fast that your every parent says this you're you're not going to want them to actually get older you want them to turn around and get younger and you're going to look at this point and you're going to be like shit i kind of miss it because it goes by so fucking fast and yeah i know it's cheesy and stuff but honestly i i think i look at my kids both of them here at home and then my daughter who's in college and i said especially with the two young ones because I see them kind of aging every single day here at home so fast. And I go, like, can we slow down a little bit? I just want you guys to go back. I want you to go back to when you were what your son is right now. And I want to relive those moments more because it just goes away so quickly. Now, to you, Maybe you're like, well, Mo, fuck, I want my kid to be six years old already so he can have a conversation and I don't have to fucking deal with this stuff. <laughs> but trust me, man, Amsterdam's six. And it's funny because when it's their birthday, you want to throw them a party and you want to get them a gift. Every time it's their birthday, I'm sad. I'm sad and I'm just pretending to be happy because it is going away. Every single day it goes away. And one day, you know, I'm going to hope and wish that they were crying and I have no idea what the fuck they're crying about because they don't speak yet and all of those things, right? It, honestly, I genuinely, genuinely telling you the truth. I want to go back. I want to go back to where you are. Or I want to have another one just so I can experience it all over again, even though, Ken, it's fucking hard. It's hard, especially that first year is fucking miserable because the lack of communication, the inability to communicate. Um, mm. Now maybe there are psychologists, ch ch child psychologists out there, and like they know how to communicate with these kids via sign language or whatever the fucking tactic they use. But like you, just a regular dude who, like many people out there, moms and dads, they get frustrated when the kids are just constantly screaming. And you are kind of new to the experience because of this enhanced quarantine. So, all I'm, I mean, if your question is, does it get better? Yes, it gets better. How soon? Pretty soon, before you even fucking know it. Um, but I'm begging you to be patient because I'm almost going to guarantee that you're going to f miss it and you're going to regret it, that it has gone by <laughs> so fast and it sucks that it does. I don't know if you're uh, my boy or my girl when it comes to your kids. Like, I didn't know if you wanted a boy or if you wanted a girl. Most parents just say, oh, but anything but stay healthy. But I think they're lying. I think some people either want a boy or a girl first or whatever. But you have a son. And the, 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 the lead you're going to take here is really, really important. Now, maybe you're, you grew up and your mom handled everything because she was the housewife. Hence, you've learned to think, okay, well, then I'm just going to be the guy who works and then my wife's going to take care of it like the way I grew yeah. up. But do you regret maybe having your mom only take care of you and not having your dad be a part of it as much? I'm not sure if you had a great dad, if he was involved or if he was our typical datataina we all had, which was quiet, doesn't really engage but works. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would say, I would honestly say my, my dad is great, but if anything, I wish, you know, he, he spent 
more time, you know, with 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 us, you know, growing. Right. I mean, not not. I mean, not really. I mean, he spends time with us, but you know, more of you know, na napaliguan ka, you know. Right, right, yeah. Like it was, it was know, very, it was very metalish. Yeah. It was like, yeah, okay, he's there. I know he loves me, but he never tells me. I know he cares, mm-hmm. but he never really shows it. I know he's fun, but maybe he's not fun with us. Like, there's a lot of that, right? When it comes to the old school dads. Well, Ken, you're right. gonna you're gonna rewrite that story, and well, you don't. Like you said you don't hate your dad. You don't. You know. You don't. You don't yeah, think he's a bad guy, right? But you do mm-hmm. wish he was a little bit more a part of the experience, and you're gonna rewrite that with with your son. And I, I'd rather you not. I'd rather you take this time as irritating as it is to just be a part of the entire experience do you like sports like what do you do what are your hobbies um well before prior to the quarantine i really yeah. want i early you know play games because I, I can somehow do that at work play games like video um, games yeah video yeah games. Well, what's your game um, what's your video game I'm, I'm not a gamer so you know forgive me but what, what's your what's your game uh, PS4. Okay, so um, that's, that's console. What's what's the game? Uh, well, before I was busy playing um, Final Fantasy 15. Okay, so Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, the the franchise is a very difficult game. Okay, um, yeah. and when you start, it's frustrating and you suck. Right? No one ever really starts anything and, and they're good at it. Final Fantasy is probably an an even more strong example of the point, which is when you first start, it's hard. Those battles, again, I'm not a gamer, but I see my sister play Final Fantasy. She's all over that shit. And those battles and stuff are always looking like they're so complex, right? And I think to take a lesson from your hobby, because maybe that's a good way for you to relate or anybody listening to relate, you're going to suck and you're going to suck early (laughs) and it's going to be frustrating and you're going to get your ass kicked. And then you eventually become better and better. I know, again, it's cheesy and obvious, right? But you don't get to Final Fantasy 15 by being amazing at, you know, at that iteration of that franchise. You start from the beginning and you fucking suck at it. And you get better and you get better and you get more engaged and you start whooping some ass. Everything in life is that way. And parenting a brand new child is the hardest of the fights and the hardest of the games. But being good at it is so fulfilling. Being able to get through each level, each stage, each Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, all the way to 15, being able to get through it every single year for what, I don't know how many years Final Fantasy has been out, but I'm assuming it's more than 15 years. But being able to get through that each time is really, really cool and really fulfilling. And that's the way it's like with raising kids. Every single year is a different experience. And then you want it to slow down as much as fucking possible. I, I, I tell a Chopper all the time, hey, can we have another kid? I beg, I beg her, right? I bother her all the time. And what she's, I think her reluctancy is, number one, um, well, obviously, it costs a lot of money. Number two, it's hard on the body. Number three, that first year. That first year, that first few months is fucking hell. Hell, Ken, it's hell. <laughs> and I want to go through it still. Like, I still want to do it again, knowing that it's hard. Because it gets better. That first year's hard, man. That first six months is hard. So, 
Yeah, well, in my case, I mean, really, now is the hard part because, uh, I mean, like, like I told you, I mean, before we, the setup was kind of working in my favor. Um, and but that, that, yeah, that's what that's what makes this your first six months, kind of, if you prospectively oh, okay. think about it, right? Oh, okay. Uh, because yeah, get, okay. your your mom or you know mother in law, she was there taking your part for you know a bunch of it, and then mm-hmm. your and then your wife. Well, all of a sudden, Ken, you know, it's now it's your turn to be a part of that. This is your first six months. So hence, it is what we call hell. <laughs> it's really hell. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, and actually, that's one, that's one other thing. I mean, you mentioned earlier about having another child. I mean, with, with my age right now, I mean, I guess my wife and I would really want at least two. Yeah, and uh, but normally people would advise, ah, sundan mo na because you know, para isang hirap na lang, so to speak. Um, and, I don't understand that uh, phrase. That's such bullshit. It's hell each and every time. But okay, fine, continue. Sorry, I, I cut well, you off. I, I, I guess it's it's really more of they they kind of overlap a lot. I mean, during the time that they're difficult, you know, maybe that's their point. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's maybe I think maybe that's one thing that's giving me the frustration right now because uh you know with with all the the things we had to do around the house the you know the, the sex is not really yeah. <laughs> that frequent and you know sometimes i just i am actually more tired now than before when you know when when i had to you know commute to and from work right, right. um which is kind of surprising <laughs> i mean i you know we, we all thought you know we work you know working from home would be a lot easier with the, because you don't have to prepare you know for work you don't have to sure commute. sure but yeah um i guess before the, the my life is kind of more compartmentalized so to speak and yeah yeah no, that makes work, sense yeah plus plus like so, being in the right. car being in traffic like we, we've had this topic on the radio there are some people who actually relish it because it's their time yeah. to be away from everything even though it takes yeah. stupid amounts of hours to get to work, uh, there's a lot of people that actually embrace it just because it is the quiet time that they have in their life. And when you don't have that because of the quarantine, shit's going to look chaotic. It's going to feel chaotic. You're going to get irritated. So I completely understand that. Um, I completely understand how you, you, you think that you're more tired now because that, that might be absolutely true. You have newer, fresher responsibilities as now a father in this case. But... You know, it's. I would embrace it, honestly. I know it's hard, but I would embrace it because it just never repeats itself ever again unless you have another child. And even with them, like with three and two that are here at home, I, I, I want to relive it again so badly. Yeah, no matter how they, hellish it is. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I really, you know, I really love my son, and I really want to do it, you know, um, for him and for for the wife. Um, uh, you know, it's just those, you know, those specific moments that, you know, he does it that makes me, you know, want to, you know, throw him or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, I get it. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. It's everybody's new at this. Ken, your son is new at having you around. And maybe he gets frustrated that you don't understand what he's trying to say, and you're new at having him around. Your wife is new, and your wife is probably irritated by you because you're more around now, and you're probably irritated by her because you're more around. Like, this is a weird time, right? I keep saying. But if you find a way 
to embrace it. I keep using that phrase because mm -hmm. it's here. Ken, you can't do anything about it. This is it. You have a son. He's there. He's real. He needs you. And then we have a quarantine that you can't do anything about it. The government says this, as they should. We have a disease that's out there that if you are out there, you might bring it home to this brand new child and your wife. So everything says that this is the way it's going to be for the next few weeks, months. And it's easy to go to the other room and go, fuck, man, I can't take this. Or to, t to think of it as Final Fantasy 1 and go, one day I'm going to get to 15 and I'm going to be good at it but I got to fucking get my ass kicked here a little bit first. And then when you realize that you've done that and it's fulfilling, because it is, it will be fulfilling, you're going to be a better father. And you're going to be, the, you're gonna be the better fa a better father than what you had, which wasn't bad, but there were missing parts. This is your moment to fill in those blanks. It really, really is. And I would look at it that way instead of... The obvious, which is putang inang hirap naman to, or putang inang ba Stop rationalizing it. Yeah. And just mm -hmm. go, okay, you know what? I'm gonna do what my dad didn't do. Not that he was bad, but just so I can be better. Right. And I hope that works for you. Yeah. And understand, again, I, I think I think it's good to go, okay, this is your six months. This is your first six months. So it's it's hard. It's hard for everybody, not just you. You're not alone on this island. Um and and, and he's growing and it gets better. It it get it does get better. And if you have another one, which I think you should, now's a good time. Um you're you're going to look back at it and go, that was so fast. <laughs> it was so fast. Okay. Yeah. Hang in there, man. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 this was a cheesy conversation, and I apologize for that. No, no, no I, I really appreciate it, and I think yeah, I just wanted to really. I mean, because I know I, I don't have any choice really, but you know, <laughs> to to really go with it, and I mean, I, I love them enough, you know. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone's gonna question whether you love your kids or your. I mean, your your son or your wife. I don't think that's the issue. I I think it's just. It's new. It's new for everybody, and it's new for you. And you're maybe just venting that, oh, my God, my life is flipped upside down right now. I'm like, yeah, it is. It's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy timing. But I love the challenge. I, 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 I like it. I, you know, I like it. I like it. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, and then, sorry, just, just a quick one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so he's about to celebrate his birthday in about a month. Yeah. So, what do you any like suggestion on how we can you know do it? Of course, the the traditional you know invite everyone won't work this time. It yeah, you can't do that. Right. Be yeah. forced at home. So, yeah. What, what do you think? Are, like, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'll tell good you. Good ideas. Uh, you, know, it's, you know, it's really fucking funny, right? So, on the radio show, we've done this topic, and we have people, we have parents calling and saying, "Oh, you know, they spent half a million pesos on their fucking you know birthday party, a one year old, and all that because it's a big birthday." What Chopper and I do is, the, the younger they are, the shittier party they have. Because they don't, in our opinion, they're not going to remember. Like, why am I going to spend 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 pesos on a birthday party for a one-year-old who's not really going to fucking understand it, right, too much? I mean, sure, you'll have a cake and get them the basics, but I'm not going to go all out. So if I were you, bake a cake, put a candle on it, maybe... A couple of balloons, if that, and then, you know, have a Zoom 
party with <laughs> your family for five minutes and then just move on with that. It's funny because our son, who is 10, right? He's 11 this year. He is getting, as he gets older, the celebrations get bigger. They're, oh. you know, bigger presents, iPad, iMac. Like it's, it's, it's all big time shit. And then with Amsterdam, yung birthday parties niya and her gifts are yung, yung, yung toy na tig, yung the one you see at the cash register. You really cheap mm-hmm. ass. Because she doesn't know. Like, hey, what do you want for your birthday? Oh, I want an egg. Okay. You know, egg, you know. <laughs> so we, we, we're always on the cheap as, they get, as they're younger. It gets, it gets considerably more extravagant when they get a little older. So don't worry about it, man. One-year-old birthday, not that big of a deal. Obviously, do the basics because you want them to at least absorb, oh, look at that, people are singing for me, and I have a cake, and there's one balloon, and, you know, whatever, minor bullshit. But don't think about big production, especially at a time like this where quarantine doesn't allow for it anyway. So don't worry. It doesn't have to be extravagant. There are parents out there that like, they, oh, one year birthday, they're going to bring a clown. A clown's going to stand there and fucking do some tricks. And the kid's like fucking 11 months old. They have no idea what's going on. Gumasto's kind of 30K. And it's like, no, no. You, you don't need that yeah. shit. You don't need that shit. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess the first birthday is really more for, for the parents now that they think about it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, right. So, so wine, uh, <laughs> fucking partying, all that stuff. But... We we don't we didn't do that, and it, we it gets better in terms of the quality of the party as they're getting older. Um, I think Amsterdam's first birthday was very very basic. I think Dita looks about actually. We didn't really do anything, and we, we, mm. we and at six years old we still don't do that many things for her yet. The boy gets the bigger shit. The boy gets like the big stuff, the bigger prizes, the bigger gifts, the more friends, all of that stuff. And and Amsterdam's not complaining yet. She's not. No, because she's, again, still (laughs) simple enough to want something that's cheap and she doesn't have to. But because she's in kindergarten now, she has said, oh, I want my friends to come over. Because, yeah, she has friends now. But prior to this, so she doesn't have any classmates. So, okay, you know, we'll just stay at home, whatever. But we're going to start to see more elaborate parties because she has people now she knows. Well, the boy always wants a party, and he always wants, you know, the nice stuff. You know. But, right. but, but, but it's going to be harder with the girl, because she's a lot more materialistic. So when she becomes 10, we're in trouble. But our, our son, you know, like, uh, I, what did we get him? You know, we get him an iPhone, you know, for his birthday. You know, some nice, nice stuff. But he never really asked for it. But we know that it's part of that experience as he gets older, to have a phone and to have better stuff. Amsterdam, honestly, I mean, you can get her one Barbie doll and it costs you nothing and she's good. My gosh, she's happy because she's young. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, yeah. man. Thanks for the call, brother. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, thank you. Mind. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I get so irritated. I just want to throw the kid. <laughs> That's funny. Um,. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I said the right things on that one. You know, sometimes I say that after some calls. I'm like, did I did I say the right thing? Was it was it effective? I hope it was effective. I know though my experience as a father is different from everyone else's. But there are I think there are enough of us parents that say, Wow, the they just grow up so fast that make it makes that whole 
something real that you wish your kids would slow down a little bit. Um, I know here living in the U.S., I, I talk to people who just can't wait for their kids to get the fuck out of the house, right? They can't wait for them to grow up. Oh, 18 years old. Oh, man, go, go away. Go away far. Go to college. Go as far as you fucking go, can go. You know, that's not, that's not who I am. That's not who Chopper is. And we've said it many times here. If our kids plan to go to college away, we are going with them. You are, um, say you live in Cebu and your daughter or your son wants to go to Ateneo, but not in Cebu. If there ever is one, I think there's one in Davao, right? But they want to go to QC. Well, guess what? We're all moving to QC then. That's our policy. There's no going away far away bullshit. So maybe that's what makes us different. But, you know, I, I, I want to relive and relive and relive this experience of them being children for a long time. All right, we'll take a break when we come back. We'll have our uh, last call of the night. You're listening to Good Times with Mobile Podcast, Season 7, brought to you by Sharp Philippines, back after this. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Worldwide. It's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. And we're back. You are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 31, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Another topic we discussed on the radio show version or stream that we had of Good Times on Magic 89.9's Facebook page is uh, an, an article I read on Rappler regarding uh, Pasig Mayor Vico Soto who is giving away 8,000 pesos to Pasig citizens. It's their own version of a stimulus package. So people who are not working because they're in quarantine, because they're not allowed outside, they'll be able to have some money to use for the necessities of everyday life. Now, Vico was asking that people who have money, wealthy people, not take in the 8,000 pesos. Apparently, it's going to be very difficult. It'll take time to weed out those who need it versus those who don't need it. So what they're going to do is they're just going to give 8,000 pesos to everybody in Pasig or some, some shit like that, right? And he's asking the people who have money to not accept it, just to decline the 8K, so... Not that it'll go to the other people who need it, but I think just so the city doesn't spend it. So one of the questions I was asking uh, the team, and and remember, everybody on the show has money. Susie's got a shitload of money. CJ's got a shitload of money. These are inherently wealthy people. Casey's got a lot of money because he's working. Um, I'm not in that conversation because I'm here in the U.S., so there's no AK for me. But Alex Calleja, of course, has money. I mean, everybody's, everybody on the show has some kind of money. So they're comfortable. They don't need the 8K. But all of them said they would accept it. They would take the 8K, no matter what Vicosov is asking. And why is that? Why would you take the 8K if you've got money? Well, maybe you can donate to charity. Maybe you can help out the less fortunate. Alex said he's got family members that he'd probably give that money to. Casey will probably keep it for his own because, well... If I don't take it, the government will have it. And the government is fucking thieves. So I might as well take some of that 8K back. Anyway, it's probably taxpayer money. So I'm just kind of taking some of the money that I've given back to me. But I wanted to ask you, if you have money, 
enough for your everyday life, and you lived in Pasig, would you take the 8K or would you adhere to what Mayor Vico Soto is asking and to decline the stimulus because you already are comfortable and you're making it? You're making it throughout this whole ordeal. You're going to be fine. Should you still take that 8,000 pesos? My answer, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. And, and kind of like our first caller with Cindy, I'm taking that money. I'm taking this money too. I'm taking all that fucking money. And I can still find a way to help out. But I think I trust myself more than I do the government. No matter how great Vico is. And no matter what amazing things he's doing for Pasig. I still trust myself in doing the right thing. Because I can confirm I'm doing the right thing. By, in fact, doing the right thing. And I have zero faith that the that any city government, it doesn't matter if it's Pasig or fucking Taguig or whatever city that has a great mayor, Manila with Isco or whoever the fuck, I know there's still some dirty motherfuckers there. So I'm just going to go ahead and confirm that I can do something positive with it by taking that 8K. And whether it is giving it to charity or saving it for myself or giving it to somebody less fortunate that I know, that I personally know, well, so be it. Take that 8K. That's my, that's my mindset on that. Uh, let's take <clears throat> our next call, and uh, we'll go to the U.S. Next call. Let's talk to Nicolette, who is 29 years old. Nicolette is in Los Angeles, right? Nicolette, you're in L.A.? Yes. Yeah, all right. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Are you at work? Yes, but I'm on break. What I do you do? Well, wait, what's, it's, it's, it's I'm a nurse. Oh, so you're so frontline? I'm sorry? Are you like a frontline nurse, like fucking fighting this thing? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. So can, can you imagine? I, I'm, I'm gone, and I'm going home to a stressful environment too. <laughs> oh, is that why you're calling your partner? Whoever's at home is driving you crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I heard about you from a friend. So, and I told my friend, uh, he's probably gonna tell me what everyone's been telling me anyway. So. <laughs> okay. Well, well, let's let's hear about it. So, my good. First of all, thank you for fighting this thing frontline obviously that's that's such a massive massive challenge and all of you nurses and i know it's you know especially around the world no i mean most hospitals the the nursing staff dominated by filipinos so this is a really big time for us to shine abroad right as pinoys so thanks for for doing what you do and all of that so it is challenging stressful dangerous but then when you get home what's the deal Right. And uh, thank you for saying that. I mean, there's no change, really. We just do what we have to do. There's still pay. Wait, wait, Nicolette, pay, did you so. did you end up just going on speakerphone? Because it sounds like shit. Or are you in a hallway uh, or, or what? I'm going to take it off. Yeah, speakerphone. yeah, you got to take it off. Is that it's better? A, yeah, better now. Thanks. Sorry, you were saying. Okay, you, sorry you were saying about what? That. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I, said thank, I said thank you for saying thank you, but this is every day. It's not nothing new, but thank you for saying saying thank you to us. Um, so going right, it's, home, it's every day. Like, it, wait, sorry, it's every day. But I mean, well, gosh, I don't know if the news is accurate, but we're, we're hearing doctors dying, nurses dying. Sure, you guys see you guys see sick people all the time, but have we seen anything yeah, like this point. where you guys are fucking point. dying too? I guess it's too? just my own thinking. Yeah. I guess it's just my own thinking. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's, it is, the stress level is higher. Yep. But... But thank you for that. Thank right, you for anyway, recognizing so, so, our work. No worries. So, so um, uh, when you get home, what's the deal? So I have a partner. We we've been together for a year, and 
six months, I think. Uh, from the get-go, she told me that she's not out yet, and that's fine. To me, it she. wasn't that much of a red Yeah. She, okay, yeah. Um, it wasn't a big deal uh, because they should come out on their own pace. I understand right. that. Right. But ever since then, it's like there's so many things going on. Uh, the phone issue, it's, there's a lot of trust issues. Um, the phone thing, she goes through my phone, and sometimes I even caught her sneaking through my phone while I'm asleep because I'm a light sleeper. So yeah, yeah. when you move, I just wake up, and then I saw her on my phone. Uh, which is not a big deal. If you're looking for my phone, that's fine. But then it's when it's my turn, it's like I have to beg and like she has to guard it, you know? Right, right. And the second thing um, are roommates. So a roommate is a guy and a girl and they're three-year-old, excuse me, three-year-old girl. So the guy, I didn't even know this. The guy has been texting her and it's like in a... Her responses is in a friendly manner, but I feel like it's his that always asking her to go out. Um, is your girlfriend is, is your girlfriend bisexual or, or do you? Yes. Does she okay? Yes. She, she's bisexual. All right. Right. So so we're the same. So I confronted her, and she told me that there's she's not attracted to him anyway in that way. But to me, it's the principle of the thing. You know, I'm with like you. you have to tell. You have to tell me what's going on. I don't mind if you if you have friends. Sorry if my voice gets loud because I'm very yeah, yeah. Um, I don't mind if you talk, but it's like I don't even get to see your phone. And then when I do, it's like I have to beg you for it. And then you have to guard it. And then you've been talking to this guy for months. I mean, I it is friendly to you, but what if it's not friendly for her for him? Right. And it rarely and so, it rarely ever is. Especially if the con tent of that conversation is hey let's go out let's go drinking or whatever the fuck uh, i'll tell you right now guys we're not inviting girls to go out to eat to drink and all of that oh because we're fucking pals all right uh <laughs> that's, that's that's not how dudes work um he's got a girlfriend that lives with you guys too as well yeah is she is she inviting her too or is it just the dude? No, the, the conversation is between them. Yeah, I mean, no, the that's invite bullshit. was probably like, the invite was probably like maybe once or twice. I get it. I don't give a fuck. You know, he has to do pacing too. I mean, you can't just invite somebody right away. But yeah, but, but they, if, he's, if he's inviting her on his own without his girlfriend who lives with you guys as well, that's bullshit. So I'm not crazy. No, because fuck every no. Time, Hell no. Because every time I confront her, it's like, I don't know if you're familiar with the term gaslighting. Yeah, no, I know what gaslighting uh, is. It's like, I'm made to be the crazy one. I'm made to be the bad guy. And then she even goes to the point that, and I feel bad actually talking to you because I feel like I'm just natusumbong sayo. <laughs> well, that's um, fine. Uh, she says that, friends. It's like to the extreme na yung inaano niya, pero hindi niya maintindihan yung point ko. It's like, I don't know if it's a personality thing that talaga dominant lang siya na hindi or maybe she just, just doesn't respect their relationship enough. I don't know. And sometimes it's a little bit of projection as well wherein she will act a certain way but control you because she knows what she's doing is she says she's guilty of something so she'll then control the person to not do what in fact they're doing too. Uh, but, but all of that is speculation, my dear, without actual evidence that she's fucking around or whatever. Um, and and I, I don't even think this is a cheating conversation. This conversation is really more about getting along and 
it almost seems like your personality types are so different and that just kind of the way she just carries herself is going to be a problem with you moving forward. How long have you guys been together? You said a year and a half? A year, yeah. A year, okay, and then is this only recently starting to be a problem or she's always had the strong personality but it's getting worse? Right, I feel like. Well, what were you saying about the cheating? It's not a cheating Well, part, no, this, this like is not a cheating converse. This conversation is about cheating, right? It's about really just how you guys, what the structure is like of this relationship and what you can do and what, it, it, it doesn't right, sound, right, it sounds not yeah. fair is, is what it is. Now, I don't know if right. anything's going on between her and that guy. It doesn't maybe sound like it, but at least the rules that she has put in place for the relationship, she's not following it on her end, but yet she makes you follow it. Instead, if that makes sense, right? It's like, okay, I'm going to take your phone. I'm going to police anything you're doing and who you're talking to, but you cannot do that for me. Well, then that's just not fair. So again, this is not a cheating conversation, but it is more of a control problem and really a personality type, I think, that you guys might might not be able to overcome. Um, And again, I don't know if she's always been like this, or you've always known that she's had right. a strong personality, but it's just starting to get overboard now as the years start piling up. This is still kind of a newish relationship. It's not, it's not a mature relationship. It's not brand new, but it is. There's right. still there's a lot right, of right. learning about each other that you're starting to still be in, and true colors, as they say, start showing more and more around this time. You start to get a better feel of what she's like long term. And these are right, or these are fucking red flags, uh, Nicolette. It's what you're able to do with the signs. What are you going to do with the signs? It, I, I got to tell you, what you're venting to me, your side of the story, wherein this guy's texting her and asking her out, and you guys live together with this dude and his girlfriend, all of that stuff is bad news. And I don't like how she's responding to that bad news. Um, so she actually uh, I don't mean to cut you off but no, no, she, we had to talk about it She's, she said that um, I'm not into him first of all if I'm ever going to date a guy it might be it might as well be a very handsome one I mean that's a shallow end but she's trying to make a point and she says she, he's doing nothing wrong anyway and I, you know, I'm still proving my point that it's the principle and right, then he, she right. said, that, you have to trust me. You have to trust me. And I said, how can I trust you when you're not even open about a lot of things? Right, right, right. It, and it, then in the beginning it, of the relationship, actually, sorry. No, again, no, it's fine. In it's the fine. beginning of the relationship, she told me, by the way, I can be too much, but um, I need you to have patience with me and not leave me. <laughs> she, so, she even gave you a red flag disclaimer and you... Yeah, basically. Right. And well, I accepted it. Sure. Yeah. And this is what you get. This is what you get for accepting it, for putting yourself in a situation with somebody who is already admittedly difficult. Well, guess what? Are you shocked that it's difficult? The person already told you. Uh, but she also said, she also said, she also said, don't leave me. She said, hey, but don't leave me. Well, guess what? I will if you don't. I, I mean, I'm not the only person that has to do what you want. You also have to do the things that I want. And that it has to be a give and take thing, or I will leave you. Because what's in it for me? What is in it for you to be in a relationship where 
the rules are different for you as it is for her. And you'll get in trouble for doing the same things that she does. Like, how fucking stupid is that? That's called <laughs> inequality, <laughs> right? Why would you stay in something like that? Her life does not mean more than your life. At the very, very least, it's equal. And if there's any evidence to say otherwise that she's getting a better end of this deal in this relationship, then get out of the relationship. Why? Honestly, why? Why would you stay in something where you're getting a shorter end of the stick? At the very, very least, it should be equal. Well, well, she cooks for me and she gives, you know. Uh, she, a lot of people actually, could do that. Huh? You could, you could cook for of, yourself uh, and a lot of people would cook for yourself. I'm talking about the fundamental stuff, meaning give me your phone or I'm going to check your phone. But if I do that to you, you watch me over like a hawk. You're very protective over it. Well, why are you protective over it? Why is it that I have to do these things, but yet you can do them and not tell me? It's not she used, fair. She said that she's used to it uh, with her other girlfriends before. Well, so she's used to getting her way. Okay. So. Well, well, listen. Then, if it continues this way, I'm going to leave. Even though you told me not to leave, I will. Because why would I subject myself to something wherein I'm getting kind of fucked over on the daily? Like, you're, you might not be cheating on me with this guy, but I'm not treated equally here. Why would I want that for me? But is that enough to leave? I mean, there's... Hell yes, it's enough to fucking cheating. leave. No, of course it's enough to leave. It's enough to leave if you're not being treated well. It's enough to leave if everybody but else gets treated But you're not being cheated, though. Doesn't matter. Cheating's not the only reason to leave. People, oh, but people, I still love... Well, th that's fine. Friend. That's fine. I'm not telling you to break up with this girl. I'm telling you is she has to adjust to how much is given and taken in this relationship or you should entertain the thought of leaving. I'm not telling you right now, Nicolette, to call your girlfriend and get out. I'm saying have the conversation of, okay, here's what you expect from me, but why are the expectations different for you? Like, Why are we not on an even playing field? And until we get there... I'm going to be pissed off. And if we don't get there in X amount of time, I'm leaving. Right. It gets worse, man. Trust me, it'll get worse until you do something about you it. You think it'll get worse? Of course it'll Even get worse. if I talk to her? No, until you guys have a conversation that you're going to both agree upon certain aspects of this relationship, it's going to get worse if you don't do that. Actually, it's been getting a little bit better, like maybe tiny bit. And then um, I guess I'm still resentful because there's another story. She went out with a guy with just, and I know, don't get mad at me. Uh, Christmas shopping, December 23rd. Uh, the guy invited her. So it's just her, him, and the three-year-old kid. And I said, are you really there? With You guys look like a family right now. This is so uncomfortable for me. And then she said, oh, I'm going to let them go home first. And then I ended up knowing later on that she did not let them go home first. And I said, you lied to me? And she said, no, I didn't lie. I just didn't tell you that I, I, I didn't change my mind. And uh, I didn't want to let you know because I didn't want you to get mad. Okay, okay, and then listen, my other friends it, 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 it depends. It depends, Nicolette, what she's... And I know this sounds controlling, but what is she allowed to do with other guys? Is she allowed to go out shopping with other guys? If that's okay with you... Yes. Okay, then then it's a non-issue. It's a non-issue? It's a non-issue if 
she's allowed to go out with guys. Now, if the rule is you're allowed to go out with them, but you have to tell me first, then she broke the rule. All I'm saying here, uh, my dear, is the rules have to be the same for you and her. If she's checking your phone uh, because she thinks you might be interacting with other people, well, why is it then you're allowed to interact with other people and I'm not? That's the problem. The issue is uh, what's fair for both of you. And once you so establish... So that whole going out was... Was, well, I shouldn't if, be upset if it, about that anymore. If it's within the boundaries that you guys have set for each other, then it's a non-issue. Well, that's the roommate that I was talking to you about. Well, and then, so if you've told her already that he makes you uncomfortable, then, that, then you've set the boundary, right? And if she, right. if she crosses the line, well, that line is a real line. You've set that line. If she crosses it, there are consequences for that. Right. But the thing of it is, she shouldn't have done it anyway. You know? Yeah, well, if, if I mean, you've told her not to do it and she did it, then yeah, that's a problem. But if she's allowed to do it and she did it, it's not a problem. My, 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 my question to you is, what are your boundaries? And are, you, are the boundaries fair for both of you? Meaning, are you allowed to do the things she's allowed to do? And if you get in trouble for the same shit that she gets not in trouble for, then we have a problem. I see. All right? Okay. No, that's so that, that's well, the conversation I'm going to have. You can allow her to do anything she wants, man. But you have to be able to do that as well. And you have to be comfortable with her exercising the boundaries that you guys have set for each other. If it's okay for her to interact with that dude, that's okay with you, just as long as she's open and honest about it, then great. But what I'm telling you right now is, in a relationship like mine, if we were in a situation where a guy's asking my wife out, to go out casually, it's just the two of them, and that guy's got a girlfriend. No. But that's my bad. Right, but what I'm saying is I shouldn't have to be saying that. That should already well, be a given. It depends. It's have, not to her. It that's depends the what you've established. If you've established that it's okay for her to go out with dudes because it's just innocent window shopping or whatever, then that's fine. Then she didn't do anything wrong because you've told her that it's okay. But if you've told... Well, we never had that conversation because well, I didn't then, know. Then, I was then, at work. Right. But you've had something... You've had somewhat of a conversation recently about this guy. And if she continues to interact with him, then there are consequences to be paid. Right. No, the interactions happened before we even talked. Okay, perfect. So now there's perfect. less well, of good, that. Good, good. So. so you use that situation as a jumping point to have a talk about what's cool and what's not cool. Right. And now the, the, one of the issues that she's telling me that she's tired of me, she's saying that you always ask if, if he texted me, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, I well, think it's a trust issue now from yeah. on my side. Well, th that's because of the shit that you guys did. Trust issues arise not from nowhere, but it's based on the whole if there's smoke, there's fire mentality. There was right. fire. So now I sometimes see smoke <laughs> and I want to know if there's anything going on over there. I smell smoke. I want to know if there's a right. fire. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm investigating. And if it's too much for you, if it's too much, well, then we either renegotiate what our boundaries are or we leave. All right. All right. Okay. That All makes right, Yep. Okay, dear. Don't get sick. All right. Take care. Okay. Take care. Yep. Bye-bye. Yep. Likewise. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. A lot of this stuff sounds like Relationship 101, but it's very difficult to do. It's very difficult to do in my relationship, your relationship, everybody's relationship. So it's not, uh, sometimes it's not as basic or black and white on paper. The, the, the actual 
spirit of the law, as they say, is really difficult to implement in the real world. Uh, but, you know, it's it's relatable for many, many people. We'll take a break. When we come back, we got more of the show. You're listening to Good Times More, the podcast, Season 7, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Back after this, don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey, Good Timers. Let's talk about Sharp Philippines for a second. Now, even before they came around on this podcast, I've been a Sharp customer. Why? Well, because I'm looking for that sweet spot of high performance and value. You do the research. Go on your favorite tech review site. I like CNET in particular. And what I find are positive reviews for what I'm looking for. So it's 2019. Let me tell you what that is. I'm looking for something that I, my wife, my kids, Lucas, Amsterdam can enjoy. The Android games on the TV are big for them. They are more into gaming than they are into, say, sports or TV series. So the Android TV offers them a new way to play. Now, I'm big on resolution. Whether it be to watch sports or my favorite TV series, I want it as clear as possible, and this is Sharp's calling card. Ultra high definition, baby. It's just so fulfilling knowing that my important TV time is also giving me the best picture quality around. And it doesn't stop there with viewing TV. Compatibility is another thing that's really important with me. I like to control my TV with apps that I already have on my iPhone and the iPad. The built-in Chromecast lets me cast movies from my laptop as well. So that compatibility with gadgets, super plus. Now sure, size matters, as we say on the podcast, but that's why I like Sharp 60-inch 4K ultra high definition TV but all of those features I'm talking about comes in sizes like 45 inches and 50 inches if that fits your house or your room better. So be original with Sharp and truly enhance your alone time, your family time with the very best that technology offers at a price point that's really good for you. This is my Sharp testimonial. I spend a lot of time at home. You guys know this. I'm not the one who goes out partying or does the outdoor stuff too much. I want to make sure my investments into my home time are really the best ones, and Sharp checks those boxes for me. I'm sure it'll do for you. Now let's get back to the podcast. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. And we're almost done on this Wednesday morning with the podcast. You are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode Number 31, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. I want to thank all you guys for sending messages. Uh, I'm getting a ton of them right now this past week for people who are just saying they're enjoying the podcast during this time of uh, looking for material to entertain them, to keep them sane, awake, and all of that. And that uh, they're thinking that the podcast is still up and running in a time like this. Thank you as well for downloading it. Tell your friends about it. Spread the word. Tell them, hey, I know a show that might knock out an hour or two of your time if you're looking for shit to do and uh, just tell them to go on Spotify you know any podcast app your, your iPhone podcast app whatever it may be and look up uh, Good Times with Mo the Podcast Season 7 I'd appreciate it if you did that as well as join us on our Reddit page so we can interact with you guys about anything about the questions that I've asked here about calls that have been uh, taken on the show just go to reddit.com slash r slash gtwm podcast Reddit is R-E-D-D-I-T dot com slash R slash GTWM podcast. And interact with all the other listeners all over the world. And uh, 
you know, just kind of read about what their brain is coming up with regarding the show and other interesting things going on in the world. So we are almost done. Let's take our last call of the night here. Next call. Let's talk to Luis, who's 27. Luis is in Kuwait, and she is on the show from the Middle East. Hey, Luis. Thanks for being on the program. Hey, Mo. Hello, my dear. <laughs> super strict. Oh, my. Super and, strict. Uh, Middle oh, East. Super strict right now, Middle East, when it comes to the whole corona thing. You guys are on top yes. of it? Super. Very good. Yeah. Super. Okay, sorry. You were saying I was yeah, going to cut you off. We have curfews and all. Oh, perfect. That good. Shit. That's a good thing, man. That, that's a really, really good thing. Uh, that's a problem yeah. here in the U.S. Mo, I'm such are. a big fan. Oh, thank you. Let me just say that. Like, I, since college, really. Like, season one pa. Yeah, well, I mean, so if you're 27, <laughs> yeah, that would be like you're a late I'm teenager. I'm so nervous right now. <laughs> you sound fine. So, Luis, uh, you, you wanted yeah. to get on the show. Well, you did not want to get on the show, but now you are on the show. Um, yeah. And, and, and I, I get it. There are a lot of people that send me messages and say, hey, can you answer my question offline or off air? And I, I always say the same thing. Like, I can't. Because if I... If I answered every question I got offline, and I get questions every single day about people not wanting to get on the show and they just want to do the offline thing, well, this podcast won't exist if I if I did that. So True. I hate to pressure all of you guys to get on the show because I know <laughs> it's embarrassing or you're nervous or you yeah. know worried or whatever it may be. But mm. you know, let, let's just all talk. Who cares, man? Fuck it. Don't care about everyone else's judgment. Let's just figure out what, what you want to do with I your know. life. But let me just say, actually, parang isang uh, parang crossed off na to sa crossed out na to sa bucket list. <laughs> oh well, I'm glad because I'm <laughs> like you're really one of my ano favorite na uh, na celebrities or DJs ever. Thank you. That's very very kind so, of yeah. you to say. <laughs> well, Luis, let's 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 talk about life then. What's going on? Why would you want to call? Yeah. Um. Okay. I, I I wanted to talk to you about ano, my love life. <laughs> yeah, fire away. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, okay. Uh, before all the corona, you know, crazy shit happened, um, I went back to using Tinder. So I'm not really, ano, I, hindi ako magamit talaga ng Tinder. Pero yun nga, dahil syempre, ayun na, nag, uh, nagla-lockdown na in all, nakakabor sa bahay. So right, <laughs> install right, right. ulit. So, install ulit. But I'm not really expecting anything. Parang pang pastime lang. So, just right before naging strict yung, ano, yung Kuwait. lockdown rules, yeah. yung oh, oh, may mga, ano na, curfews and all, may nakamatch ako. Yeah. Tapos yung, yung nakamatch ko is way younger than me. So, he's five years younger than me. Oh, and uh, by the way, he's, ano, he's half French, half Moroccan. Nako. Okay. Eddie Helie. Eddie Helie. Oh, French, so, Moroccan, I love so, it. Okay, and then? So, so when you match, you mean so you, you, met, you met him in person or this was all still parang LDR field? No, yun. Ano nga? So, uh, let's say... Let's say ang ang ano nag-enforce sila ng strict lockdown rules is ano siguro mga 2 weeks 2 weeks ago uh, one week prior to that doon kami nagka-match then nung nag-match kami ano lang chat-chat lang una then 
ano lang, um, matino naman kausap mo, by the way. Kasi alam mo naman, pag Tinder, di ba, puro, puro, ano, maraming, ano, doon. Ah, fuckboy, fuckboy. Right. So, wait, wait, you said, lang, you oh, said he was five years younger than you? Is that what it is? Five yeah. years? Okay, so he's 22. Right? Yeah. yeah. He's young. Okay, so. He's young, yeah. You, but, but you like his mindset. I'm sure Pogi siya, half yeah. French, half Moroccan. That's that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's. I'm sure he then he speaks French because he's from, uh, yep. you know, I guess that area. Yeah, yeah. He so, grew up in France. Yeah. Perfect. So that's super sexy. Um, okay, so you guys <laughs> matched a week before lockdown. Did you meet up though? Yeah, yeah. So yun nga. Um, una magkachat lang kami. Tapos yun nga. Um, hindi siya yung fuckboy na kausap. Hindi siya yung the moment na nagmatch kayo ang unang sasabihin is wow I love your body ganun ganun. Yep, yeah, yeah. Kasi usually ganun yung ganun yung ano eh yung ano uh, usual na nagigit kong message sa sa Tinder. Pero siya hindi. Nung nagmatch kami, actually matanong matinong ka sa parang what do you do? Um anong work mo? Ano yung passions mo? Ganun ganun. So very ano, very uh, smart naman ka usap. So, yun nga, yung one week prior district lockdown, nag yung message niya is um so niya, you know what, why not we see each other and uh, possibly tour around the city um and do it while holding hands if pwede, parang if if possible ganon. Okay. So, sabi ko, ay wow. Nice. <laughs> so, so nagyayanang. <laughs> wait a minute. But so, he, so he lives he lives in the Middle East though, right? This is not an LDR thing. He actually is in your area. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. We're okay. in the same... We're actually near... Ano, uh, magkalapit lang kami ng area. Okay, and he... He asked to hold hands. Wow. That's that's kind of uh, weird. <laughs> Usually you just do it, right? Uh, really? <laughs> you know, I, I, I think... Kala ko mga pick-up line lang. Well, I, I think it's cute. But when it comes to holding hands, I think that's one of yeah. those things you just do it. You don't really ask. I'm not sure. Fuck, I haven't done this in a long time. He's 22 years old. Maybe he's intimidated because yeah. you're you're quite a bit older than he is. Maybe he's just trying to yeah. check off all the bases. So you guys meet up, yeah. and then what happens? Ayun. So yun, uh, no, actually yun nga, um, ang, ang sabi niya, um, yun nga, let's, let's meet and all. Pero sabi ko, ano na, um, nagiging strictening rules. Actually, may social distancing na na sinasabi. So it's not really, you know, um, hindi magandang ano pa mag mag uh, pasal pasal pa right right so actually nag nag propose ako sabi ko uh, you know what hindi na it's not ano na hindi na magandang mag iikot pa or mag moling moling and all dahil sa corona so why not may alam akong park kasi may may pinupunta na akong park actually na punsan yung nag ano nag exercise lang ako don actually so magandang area char malapit lang sa 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 lugar namin kasi di ba sa Tinder makikita mo yon if yung ilang kilometers away yeah, yeah yeah so alam ko na ano doable alam kong pwede niyang puntahan din so, so yun yung pinopost ko so alam mo why not doon na lang tayo magkita and actually free ako tonight so sabi ko let's see each other there 7:30 if okay sa so sabi na nagreply siya oh parang oh, okay uh, let's meet each other so yun nagmeet na kami uh, dun sa park. Then, pagkita namin, um, uh, yun, usap, 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 uh, ay kwento ko, una jokan, parang sabi ko una, sabi ko sa kanya, wait, 
uh, isi-screen muna kita sabi ko may travel history ka ba alam mo yung mga usual na kung right, right, question right. sa'yo <laughs> so gino ko lang siya ngayon so tawanan kami agad and then yun lakad-lakad kami around the park then yun nag ano hinolding uh, hands na niya ako and all habang naglalakad kami yun mat- nag-start na siyang maging touchy-touchy habang nag chat lang kami yeah but are you being are you and uncomfortable then, or are you open to it like okay un- so he's being touchy is this something you're scared or about or, or what yeah una una actually medyo uncomfortable ako kasi syempre parang hindi mo pa so parang agad-agad eh yeah eh, hindi mo pa nga nakausap masyado pero eventually mga after ano an hour parang naging comfortable na ako kasi parang may chem- may instant chemistry actually yung it's so it's really weird kasi ano eh Diba yung alam mo yun mo yung parang biglang may 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 certain you vibe with someone. But okay, so, is, is this how long have you been in Kuwait? Uh, five years. Okay, and is this guy like super good looking as well? Because I mean, he's young, right? He's young. Is he super handsome? Ano? Oh, or oh. hindi naman super. Hindi naman super. But okay, Pero okay. he's he's good looking. Oh, he's really good looking. Chakan yeah. tangkad, chakalalmin parang parang bodybuilder. Is this the best <laughs> so looking guy that you've gone out with? No. No. Okay. So you've you've tal- you've, you've dated Actually, other hindi. pretty hot guys. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I, I just want to yeah. know like how fucking hot this guy is, and and, and you know just kind of. Right. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Continue. Go ahead. Ayon. Tapos yon. Ah, yun nga nag. Uh, Lakad-lakad lang kami around the park. Then may spot kasi doon na medyo ano, walang walang light. So doon kami, doon ako dinala. Tapos pag nung nandoon ako sa may madilim na part, na, na part, ano, kwentuhan lang ulit una. Then um, um after a few minutes ng pag-uusap, sabi niya, "Why not ano, we kiss?" <laughs> So, nag nagiya siyang mag-kiss. Yeah. And so yun, nag-French kiss kami. And ano, nag-ulit-ulit yung part na, nagpaulit-ulit yung kiss kami ng kiss throughout the night. Right, right. Kumbaga kahit sa ang part ng park na medyo madilim, biglang biglang igagrab niya ako to to kiss me. So sa akin naman, actually patol din naman ako mo. <laughs> hindi okay. naman ako yung parang yung ano hindi naman ako yung sobrang-sobrang conservative and all. Right, parang right. patol din ako kasi yun nga pogi din naman hot din naman yeah. pero um, yun nga given uh, uh, oo uh, while sobrang landi kami ano din naman um, yun yun naman ang akin hindi ako lumandi dahil hot lang siya lumandi ako kasi gusto ko rin yung yung way of thinking niya mature naman okay naman kausap kasi kung hindi alam mo yun nakakakayamot siguro yun hindi okay. ko hindi ko rin papatulan right so, so so what's what's the question then in all of this you, you met a guy the week before lockdown he's hot you guys yeah. are making out he's young and then why what's yeah. the question yun ayun may nung ano na yun mo ano we were together for four hours. So, yun, isa rin sa, isang indication din yun na sabi ko, may, ano, alam yun, nagustuhan ko kasi nga, may chemistry and I could not, like, last. Wala akong date na nag, first date na nag-last ako for four hours. Okay, so you're into Parang him. lahat, uh-uh. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. So 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 Luis, what's the Then, problem? Um, yung ayun ang ang at some point that night bago kami maghiwalay mo. Ano, yung last last um time na na Finland kiss niya ako, nag-start siyang i-grab yung boobs ko. <laughs> okay. So Oo, tumatawa ko. Pero, napapaisip pa rin, napapaisip na rin ako doon na, um, yun nga, yun nga, yun, nung kina-French kiss niya ako, biglang, ginrab niya yung boobs ko, tapos medyo may gigil, ginrab din yung ass ko. Yeah. So, siguro, ang tanong ko mo is, si, ano, yun, kasi, yun yung backstory, actually, hindi ako ma-date, hindi din ako ligawin, and all. So, di ko alam, puzzle din ako sa panong mag-isip yung lalaki. So, Okay, so so you're asking, are you asking about his intentions? Like, what what is it truly here long term, you you think, with this guy? Here's my first question, Luis. What happened? Did he ask for sex that night or no? No. Okay, what happened the day after? Are you guys still talking? Are you you still guys messaging? Where are you right now? I I mean, right now, obviously, you're in quarantine. You're locked down. So I'm assuming you're not seeing him. But are you still messaging each other back and forth? Yes. Yun, um, yun, nung naghiwalay kami, nung part-twist kami, pagdating naman sa bahay, ano, message siya agad na parang he he had a, he really enjoyed yung time niya with me. And then, ano na, every day magka-text na kami. And yun nga, nakikinig ako lagi sa, sa ano, dito sa podcast mo mo. Tapos, yun nga sabi mo na, I think yung, kung kakakilala mo lang ng someone, parang sabi mo, na, naalala ko may kausap kang isa din na, na nasa quarantine din ngayon na kakamit lang, nakakadate lang. Tapos tinatangin niya sa'yo if ano yung acceptable ano, frequency ng pagte-text and yung ano, acceptable amount. So sa amin, since yung three weeks ago na yon since then na nagkita kami, ano, everyday naman magka-message kami. Pero ano lang, very, para minimal lang, three messages lang. That's okay. The fact that Tapos, it's everyday. But are you, are, is he initiating those texts sometimes or is it always you? No, he, ano, parehas naman kami. Okay, okay so, so th- th- that's a good oh. sign. The the grabbing oh, your boobs, aggressively pinching your ass, th- mm-hmm. meeting him on Tinder, experiencing that, it, it, yes. it, it, it's kind of predictable from the Tinder guys, right? And it's a 22-year-old guy okay. on Tinder, right? So, of course, his, yeah. he's, he's, his dick's hard the entire time, right? I mean, <laughs> he, he wants to fuck, okay? But... Yeah. The fact that he's been messaging you every day since then, even if it's only three messages per day, is kind of a good sign. Mm. Uh, the, the, the red okay. flag here always, Naman, is, okay, he went out with you, you guys made out, you guys had sex, you didn't have sex, whatever it is, but then he doesn't mm. message anymore after that. That's always the, uh, okay. oh, shit, na fuck boy ahoy. That's, that's kind of major obvious, right? The fact that he's messaging okay. still every single day is a good sign. It doesn't mean, though, that this is immediately boyfriend material because for the past two weeks yeah. but it is a good thing to build on um, what I would do and I don't know how long this lockdown is going to be especially in your country as every country is different but continue yeah. the communication when it all ends and you guys can see each other again then I suggest yeah. seeing each other I'm not sure I would have sex with him yet 
I, I think I would okay. wait. I think making out is fine. Um, I wouldn't even give him a hand job or anything like that at this point. I would really <laughs> kind of slow things down because he is so young and it is Tinder. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for something serious with him, I think yeah. the peripherals dictate you slow it down with a guy like that because I want you to test him. Like yeah. I, 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 Now, I know culturally, though, growing up in France and stuff like that, that maybe sex comes a little earlier yeah. than, say, sa atin, right? But mm-hmm. like you said, hindi, hindi ka naman malande, but you're also not naman sobrang-sobrang, you know, Filipina conservative as well, right? Yeah. You're kind of somewhere in between. And that's good. So yeah. I say take your time. If you feel like you're ready and you're horny enough to do more than boob grabbing and ass grabbing and all of that stuff, then fine, yeah. do it because he's hot. You're attracted to him. Mm. But I would give it a couple mm-hmm. of dates. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck this guy. And like, are you thinking about having sex with him? Maybe when when you, when the lockdown is over. Actually, no. Parang gusto ko enjoy yung dating part. Perfect, Actually, perfect. Yeah. I, and and I, I I suggest you do so. Now that might be a little bit of a culture shock for him, especially because this was a Tinder matchup. He might be anticipating, mm-hmm. and I'm almost certain he is, he's anticipating mm-hmm. sex as soon as this lockdown mm-hmm. is done. Um, do you guys Ay, talk mo, about it? Pala yeah, yeah, go, go, go. Oo. Ano pala? Um, so yun yan, di ba? Nung, um, of course, we're using WhatsApp na to communicate. Dick pic? Nung nag-move. nag-move I mean, hindi, hindi naman. Hindi, <laughs> di ba yun nga, nag-move out na kami ng Tinder na sa, sa WhatsApp na kami nag-uusap. Yep. Pero yung the day after kaming mag-meet, uh, the next day, so curious ako, diba? Chine-check ko yung Tinder pa rin niya. Yeah. Kung anong activity. I mean, ano mo yun, kung may nagbabago ba sa, ano, sa right, pictures right, right. and all. Actually, yung yung two days after naming mag-meet, nag, nag-change siya nung display pic. And what did he change it to? He changed, ano, ano naman, same, di ba kasi sa Tinder, kunwari, mag-upload ka ng limang pictures. Mamimili ka ng isa doon na yung, yun yung first photo. Okay. Basically, parang profile picture mo. So, yung mga, yung the day after, chinek ko, binago niya to a different, ano, iniba, inaban niya yung profile picture niya. And you want me to read into then, that? Then, the next day, binalik na naman niya doon sa old profile picture niya. So, yun, actually, yun, medyo na-miss kong sabihin sa'yo yun. I don't know what that uh, means, oh, though. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I mean, you guys have only had one date. It's not like you're exclusive. So, him yeah. still being on Tinder, I'm gonna say is a non-issue. Uh, yeah. Just because it's been one date. Mm-hmm. Are you still on Tinder? No. Actually, umalis ako. Kasi nga, ano... Yeah, you got what you wanted. I mean, shit, just yeah. to go over there. Yeah. Let's not, re- okay, uh, let's not, it's, it's so, it's so Pinoy of us to do this one date, make out session, <laughs> <laughs> you know this, obviously. Um, you know, naman, it's been only one time thing. So let's not yeah. read so much into what he's doing on Tinder, changing profile mm-hmm. photos. Sure, of course, it's something yeah. you want to bring up. No, it's noteworthy, but I don't want mm-hmm. to make anything out of it because this is just so new. And there's no way that it can be mistaken as an exclusive 
dating relationship or anything like that. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. the lockdown, as I discussed pretty liberally in these past episodes, the lockdown has a really strong chance of destroying what you've built with this guy, uh, depending on how long this lockdown's going to go. However, if there's any good news in any of this, it's that he is still messaging you every day, which is good. Uh, I would not be shocked, though, if that ended up being zero every day. Just because who knows? I, I don't know. If you guys are aggressive over there, and this last two months, one month, two months, mm-hmm. it, yeah. it'll it'll almost take a small miracle that the both of you are still interacting in the same way. Um, yeah, just because this this fucking virus is is it's just too difficult. It's just too difficult yeah. to defeat it, relationship wise. You know, so. Let's have fun and sobrang with it. nakaka ano bad trip nga mo kasi diba di, nag-release yung may Harvard study na ewan maiba lang tayo may news kasi ngayon na may ni-release daw yung Harvard study na until 2022 actually yung projected na uh, year na until right, until 2022 right, right. may social distancing right 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 and, 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 daw, it might be uh, yeah cuz cuz right so we, we don't know and we don't know and until there's a vaccine i think social distancing is going to yeah. be as people say the new normal until there's a vaccine. So, yeah, uh, it, it's it's a bad time to be on Tinder because we really don't know what's going to materialize. And eventually, I think maybe he's just going to send you a dick pic and, you know, stuff like that because it's, it's just so difficult. But l- listen, if, if, if you guys are really hitting it off, right, if you guys are really strong, messaging every day and enjoying each other's company... If he can produce a negative COVID test, and, and make let, let's see if in the future if the testing in your area is easily yeah. accessible. Mm-hmm. If he can, if he can prove a negative test, then you can prove a negative test. There's no reason I think why you guys can't go out or stay at each <laughs> other's houses, watch a little Netflix, <laughs> you know, have a little Netflix and tite as they say on the show. I, I mean, I, I don't think that's no, because. No, ikaw mo. Sa tingin mo, ikaw personally, let's say you're you're really into someone. Would you do that? I mean, will you... I I, I, I would if I know... I I would, and and I know this is really wrong for us to say, but fuck it, right? Real talk. I would (laughs) if this thing is... If this quarantine starts to get into the months and months and months, and... And if I was in your situation and I'm talking to this guy still every single day and we're really growing and building, I would suggest, hey, let's yeah. go get a test. Let's get a let's get a coronavirus test. If we're both negative, <laughs> fuck, let's just sleep over each other's houses for two weeks. I would do that. Because, you know, you're starting to build anyway. You've been building for the past month, messaging every single day. Yeah. If you guys are healthy yeah. and symptom-free and, and the test negative, then... Why not? Why not have him over for two weeks, or you over there for two weeks, where you guys can just hang out, enjoy each other, watch movies, and all of that shit. But but the testing has to be accessible, and the problem is it's kind of hard to come across the test. True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank right. you, Mo. Thank you, dear, and and good luck. Let's with say this. my 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 update. I will call. You. Absolutely. Thanks, Luis, and and good luck with this guy, and uh, don't. Don't keep your hopes too high. 
because it's yeah. we're seeing it left and right that these things are failing. But give it a try for as long as it lasts. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank thanks, you. babe. You have a good one. Appreciate Thank it. You more. All right. Okay. Bye. And you know what's cool about this call is this is the first call that I've taken on this show using Zoom. That was a Zoom call. And uh, the reason why I'm using Zoom is because there are certain countries around the world that don't have Viber, Skype, and all of that, some of the Middle Eastern countries. So that was uh, my first Zoom podcast call, which is available now for you guys if you want to go that route as well. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we have more to show you. Listen to Good Times and More, the podcast season seven, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Back after this, don't go away. Worldwide. It's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines.